In order to be successful with any offering of security, like a real estate syndication or a private equity fund or even a crypto mine, two things must be there before you do an offer. First, it's incredibly important to make sure that that offering is marketable, that people would want to invest. And second, it's also just as critical to make sure that the offering is legal. We're gonna go over that today. My name is Tilda Moschetti. I'm a syndication attorney for the Moschetti Syndication Law Group. Today we're talking about the two things, two ingredients that are necessary for your offer before you even think about putting it out there, hiring anybody or whatnot. These things must be there before you even before it even makes sense. So the first thing is we need to make sure that it is marketable. We need to make sure it's something that investors would really want to, you know, just invest into. So I got six different tips for you on how you can make sure that it's marketable. First, analyze the market. Just look and see what it is. So if you've been presented, for example, with a uh, apartment building to invest into, so you you've come across this offering memorandum. It looks like a really great building. Look around and see what the market is telling you. How are rents doing? How are comps doing? How are how is there a lot of vacancy in the areas? They're not. You got to just start to take a pulse of what that market of where that where that offering would exist in. Because if it's not wanted there, if the market isn't going to to be interested and you're not going to be able to have customers to whatever that is, you're also not going to be able to have investors. Number two, evaluate the property itself. Like look at the fundamentals if it's if it's a property. Uh, so walk it if it's a if it's real estate. Go out there, just get a feel for it. Make sure it's something that just feels right. If it's something different, really test it out. So if it's a business offering that you are interested in buying a business, for example, become a customer of that business and really kind of figure out is this a this kind of thing that you would want to get involved with? Number three, financial analysis. You got to make sure that the numbers all work. You need to make a profit for your investors, absolutely, but you got to make a profit for yourself too. So you need to make sure that that within a, a very reasonable period that you're going to be making a reasonable amount of money or an, an unreasonable amount of money if it's positive. That wouldn't hurt either, but make sure that you're making money, that it's something that actually is, uh, that the financials all add up on. Number four is you start doing your due diligence, really dive in, get beneath the surface and find out how that investment itself would work. Is it really all it's cracked up to be? Is the, if it's real estate, you know, is the foundation good and do those inspections. If it's a business, do background checks on the key players if they're staying in place. Find out what's really going on uh, beneath the surface so you don't get caught off guard. Number five, assess the risk. 
Every business, every investment is risky. Some are riskier than others. And the more risk you have oftentimes means more reward at the end of the day, but not always. And sometimes the most lucrative have also a very low risk. So where is that risk level? Now you gotta be careful here. What you have to be careful about is not to sell yourself. You have to remain completely objective. It's very easy for when you get excited about a deal to start telling yourself, and I know because I do this and I have a formal system that I use to check myself to make sure that I'm not getting in my own head and selling myself on the deal. You gotta be crystal clear and ultra rational. Make sure that your risk analysis is thorough and objective. And number six, and this is probably the most important, ask some of your investors if it's something that they'd be interested in. If, you're, if you ask five of your best investors, five people you're closest to, hey, thinking about doing this investment, uh, investing in this, is this something you would wanna invest alongside me with? If all of them say, oh, absolutely not, well, you better think again. Or if they say, oh my gosh, that will sell in a heartbeat, I want to take the whole piece. If all of them are saying that, it sounds pretty good from that score, doesn't it? So do those six steps. Now, I said there's two key ingredients, marketability. Number two is legality. Every now and then I get a client or a potential client in front of me who presents me with a great, uh, great idea. It's a great business idea, but for whatever reason, it's just not legal. There's no actual legal way to do it. A great example just to, to show you how it can happen, because we're not talking about gun running or something that's just flat out everybody knows is illegal. But so the, let's talk about a lot of people come to me maybe once a month. I get, an, I get told an idea about pitching an idea for tokenizing real estate. It is a great idea. I can't argue with that, but the tokenization process itself, when it comes to securities laws, probably doesn't work. Now we can absolutely have a conversation about it if that's your, if that's your idea, but most of the time the legality falls apart because under regulation D, so for, in order to use regulation D, we have to make it so that we can't just resell that, that, uh, that membership interest in the LLC, that it's just not freely tradable. The SEC doesn't want to create a market. If that's there, which is automatically there by tokenization, that's part of the whole idea of tokenization. If that's there, it's probably not legal under regulation D. Now you probably could do it under some other regulations, uh, but not under regulation D. There are other great business ideas about whether you can do things or not, but you gotta ask yourself whether or not it is legal. Talk to an attorney who can help you with that process to make sure that what you wanna do is actually legal at the same time. Because if it falls apart legally, Boy, you don't want to lose that, have that egg on your face in front of your investors of, well, yeah, we had this great idea, but we were told at the last minute after we got you all excited that it wasn't legal and we didn't want to end up in jail. That would be terribly embarrassing. I don't want you to have to do that. So let's go through what the key takeaways from this video are. Uh, hope that this will be helpful for you. Number one, 
syndications must uh, navigate the challenges of both marketability and legality when we structure your offerings. Number two, market analysis, financial analysis, risk analysis, diving into the valuation of the property, all those things, or the asset, all those things are absolutely critical. They are key steps that you cannot afford to skip. Number three, ask potential investors what they think. I can't begin to tell you how few of a times this ha doesn't happen. So in investments that fail, the, if you ask this question, well, did you ask potential investors before you did the offering whether or not they would invest? The answer is almost always no. And so, of course, it's going to fall apart. Number four, compliance with securities laws. Understanding how private offerings work across state lines, nationally, uh, how they all interplay, and then those other just fundamentals of securities laws are critical for you. Review them with an attorney such as me. My name is Tilda Muschietti. I am a syndication attorney with the Muschietti Syndication Law Group. We're happy to help you if you are putting together a Reg D offering. Love to talk to you and see if we can be of assistance.